podcast. I'm your host as always, Erin Pym. And here at the Bedpost Podcast, what I like to do is bring fun and sexy guests here into the studio to have an in-depth conversation about sex and sexuality. But before I get to my super fantastic guest for the episode, I would love to just point you towards my Patreon once again. I'm doing some really fun content over there. Um, you can do, you know, a tier that works for you. And this is, you know, if you've been a longtime listener of the Bedpost Podcast and you want to throw me a couple buckaroonies in support, or you just want to indulge in like the fun exclusive content that I have available up on the Patreon. The latest uh, thing that I put out was a solo episode, so just me talking for about a half hour about a sexy birthday party I had. So it was like a, a kinky play party, um, hashtag orgy, hashtag fun, fun, fun birthday. Uh, so if that's something that you might be interested in, head on over to patreon.com slash show. Without further ado, I do have a fantastic, fun, sexy, gorgeous guest here in the studio. Uh, she is currently in full drag. I didn't even ask her to be, but um, this is drag performer Selena Vile, also known as actor-comedian Nikki Nasrallah. Hello, I'm two people today. <laughs> and you're right, I am in full drag. I did that just for you, just to be super sexy. <laughs> This is a lovely sequined gown. Sequins gown. Sequins? Sequins gown. Thank you. Head to toe sequins. My wig is made of sequins as well. Yes. Uh, it is. Sequin contacts. Yeah. You really want. a subtle day look. <laughs> you know what I mean? Just something to walk down the street. Go on the bank. Just blend in. Blend in with everyone around me. Love it. Thank you so much for coming. Very oh excited. Thank you for having me. We had you on the on the um, show, the stage show. I was on the stage. It was like yes. over a year ago now. Yeah, I gotta get you yeah, back. Yeah, yeah, let's do it. Let's do it. Because you were doing, um, you used to be uh, into the sketch comedy, improv comedy mm-hmm. scene quite a lot, but mm-hmm. now you're kind of uh, doing the drag thing mostly, right? Yeah, my career has taken a huge left turn. Yeah. yeah, so I was very happy doing comedy and and sketch. Uh, I was very busy with that, mm-hmm. and also very poor. And so <laughs> uh, when I I started drag, and uh, I after I did Cruise and Tango Drag Race last year, things just blew up for me. So now I am still poor, but for different reasons. Yay. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> And I've seen you do drag. You're mm-hmm. fucking fantastic. Thank you. If you had to tell people kind of about your performance style, about who is Selena, mm-hmm. what would you say? That That's something that I have a hard time narrowing down because I have so many focuses and skill sets in what I do. So Yeah, you're a dancer. Yeah, I, I have high energy dance performances. I like to break it down with some emotional ballads as well and deliver that. Uh, I My favorite thing is political performances. Yes. And putting together numbers that say something. Amazing. Yeah, and that will reach an audience in a way that they weren't expecting when they come to a drag show. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. for example, what? What kind of thing um, would you I throw in a show? I have a killer. Show? My favorite one right now is a, um, a piece about immigration. 
Amazing. It's Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez sound bites Mm -hmm. mixed with Mexican-American rappers. Know the product. If you don't know her, listen to her music because she's a phenomenal rapper. Amazing. Yeah. Yes. Love that. Love that so much. Is stuff like that genuinely well received? That stuff kills. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. People love it. Especially... People coming to a drag audience because they're open to that. If you're going to come to a drag show, chances are you're very liberal yes. and you're passionate about something. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. You're not going to encounter too many conservative, uh, yeah. white, you know, 50, yeah. 60 something. Yeah. Like cis I, did, men. I did a show at Soho House um, and I was very concerned because it's members only. So I was like, these are people with money. These are probably a lot of conservative people, probably. But I did that number anyway, and it was I was wrong. The audience was very receptive. Amazing. I got a standing ovation for it. So oh, yeah. Oh, good. They appreciated it. Yeah. Yeah. I'm I'm the same way with just like the type of people that tend to see bedpost. Like uh-huh. uh, sometimes I have like if they're a first time performer, they're like they're not really sure how you know how balls out they can be with their material, and right. I'm like, oh no no no, like these are the most receptive positive encouraging like like sometimes people are like i want to talk about a sexual assault how do you feel about that i'm like yes they this will be an encouraging loving empathetic audience you know but they're also hella perverts too so Uh like you know if you want to get naked and helicopter your dick they'll also be into that look at the poster and that's your audience like you know what i mean like (laughs) people are going to come based on that poster yeah yeah they're gonna be into that very suggestive seductive i think the one right now i'm like creeping up the stairs it's a picture of me creeping up the stairs at cherry colas oh nice (laughs) i love stair sets yeah yeah it's so i used to live in this house i mean my place right now does have stairs um but i lived in a house that had like big wide stairs and i just remember like we were like on our way up and we just stopped on the stairs and just like yeah, it was really Couldn't hot. even make it to the bedroom. No. 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 You know what, though? At Oasis, you're not allowed to have sex on the stairs. Is Sa- that a rule? Safety hazard. Wow. <laughs> Safety hazard. Well, you don't want to get in people's way because they're trying to come up and down. Exactly. Nah. Safety hazard. Sometimes people try. They're they're promptly asked to do it elsewhere. Right. Right. <laughs> Ugh, fuck the man. You know what uh, I mean? Don't tell me what to do, <laughs> man. Seventies hippies. Thought you were cool. Yeah. Um, no, it's like it's like a uh, play furniture. It's like mm. when you don't have play furniture. Yeah. <laughs> do it on the stairs. Do you ever? Because you have a stairwell here. I haven't. Oh. No, what though? Matt has slept in the stairwell. Like falling asleep. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Why? That's a funny thing that's happened in the stairwell. Oh also. um... We, uh, he cuts my hair in the stairwell. Why? Because it's messy. <laughs> we don't want to do it do in you a leave the hair there? No, we clean it up. But, you know, generally it's like, we don't own a vacuum, so oh it's my like... Oh do it on the balcony. We'll just... <laughs> and then sweep the hair off to the side. That's inconsiderate. We That's wouldn't true. do that. No. Actually... Just in the stairwell. <laughs> just in the stairwell. Where it's contained. <laughs> Hi, hey. so hi, Nikki. How are you, buds? I'm doing okay. I'm so tired and busy these days, which is great. It's busy great. with drag. Very busy with drag, with work, uh, everything. Yeah, life just getting by. I fell asleep for it. I, I missed the show last night. I took a Shit. nap. Shit. Yeah. 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 I took a two-hour nap that turned into a five-hour sleep. 
Oh, he and I woke it. up by the time the show was ending no. to a bunch of missed calls. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it happens. Yeah. When you're running, running yourself too ragged. Mm-hmm. Like, honestly, talking about Oasis, I like, I teach a class there once a month and then I do like maybe one or two other events there. But like, oh, the one that I have to teach, the class that I have to teach, I'm always like, I have the longest day oh, that day. Oh, and I'm so- just like really pushing it uh-huh. to be at that gig and I'm like most of the time I'm just like oh I, I just it's the last thing I want mm-hmm. to I know now I know but you know I turn it on on the stage yeah we're performers that's right that's the thing is like I am exhausted but yes. you put me on that stage and you can't stop me exactly yeah. yeah 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 it's wild and you do like I've I've I follow you on social media uh-huh. and whatnot. I'm on there. And yeah, you're around, you're, you're around town on there. And like you do like long shows, like you oh, do yeah. huge, like epics. Yeah. yeah. On Tuesdays, it's me by myself at the Bieber, Bieber, at the Bieber, Justin, <laughs> Justin, Justin Bieber's house. Um, Justin Bieber costume. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. No, it's me at the Bieber for two hours. And I usually end up going like two and a half. Wow. No breaks. Just wow. like keep, keep it pumping. Uh, yeah. How do you do that? I just love it so much. I don't ever want to get on stage. How do you come up with that much material? I take requests. I say, what do you want? Oh, yeah. amazing. And I often, one of my favorite things, like I do a lot of songs I've never heard before. Oh, amazing. So just, okay, so you just yeah. wing it and wing you, just, you yeah. just do whatever comes to you in the moment? Yeah. He's, that. That's good that you're, uh, you An have improviser. an improv background. Exactly. You know what actually really... I realized is very helpful is that I, I do a lot of musical improv. Yeah. So having studied musical improv, having performed many musical improv shows myself, it allows me a little bit to predict lyrics and predict where the music is going. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. So. You can hear the, it, it, uh, you know, coming onto the bridge. You yeah. can hear it. Yeah. Yeah. When the key is going to be a key change. Exactly. You yeah. Know? You can hear when the beat is dropping and then coming back in. Uh-huh. So you can like do a big reveal or a big move or something. Yeah. <sighs> okay. Drag, I imagine, must be pretty expensive. Is it like burlesque? It's, is it like... Uh-huh. Oh, it's, it's the exact same, I, I believe. Yeah. Do you wear wigs? Or, I'm sure a lot of people you wear You can't. Wigs. I yeah. wear pieces in my okay. hair. Yeah. Yeah. So wigs are a big expense. Yeah. Because you want, like... You want you, a good wig. And you get addicted to them. Like, you want to buy more and more and more and more. You can't just buy one. You know what I mean? So you buy, like, a nice human hair wig? Like, a lace? I don't buy human hair. No. I do buy, like, lace fronts. Yeah, lace fronts. They're synthetic. I buy the synthetic kind. Yeah. Um, and from, you can style those and everything as synthetic? Yeah, I don't. You can. You can, for sure. Mm-hmm. I don't, because I don't know. I'm not crafty. I'm not a design person. I'm a performer. Yeah. So I have people that I go to. There's amazing... You have a team of people? I, I do. <laughs> I have teams of teams of people. Like, there's so many great wig designers. There's so many great costume designers in the city. So I like to play around with different ones and, and bounce around and give everybody a little bit of business and see uh, what everyone's work is like. But that must be expensive for it's you. so expensive. But it's so beautiful. It's, so it's beautiful. art. Yeah. <laughs> Getting a wig styled is cheaper than buying a wig out front. So. Oh, like a styled, buying a styled wig? Yeah. 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 Are these like friends of yours that can like cut you a break? When you no, need because it's their business. Like I don't hmm. want them to cut me a break too because it's like, it is what they do for a living. Like good there's point, a few who point. are, dry, a lot of them are drag queens who oh. do it as a side business and a lot of them have quit their full-time job to do that full-time. So. Amazing. I don't want like, like, can you cut me a break? Yeah. Because they're like, like, no, you cut me a break. <laughs> <laughs> you cut me a, you cut me a break. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. 
Um, because for that, for the competition, the drag race competition mm-hmm. we're talking about, you had to come up with every week, right? A I'm different still look. still feeling the financial effects of that yeah, show last like the, year. So tell me the format of that show. Every week, what was happening? So you're given, when you apply, you're given a list of categories that may come up. You're giving like 12 categories for eight weeks kind of thing. So it's like you don't know which ones are actually going to come up. So you don't want to actually source everything out because you don't know if you're going to need it. So you take it week, you plan, but you take it week by week with what you're actually going to get. Yes. So there were many weeks where I just took what I had like in my house and made it work. Those were like West End drag or like boy drag, like that kind of thing. But then for like, there's like big production numbers, like the Showgirls week, there was the Glamour week, like that stuff. You have to buy, 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 buy. Yeah, and pay the... dancers. And... Oh, shit. Yeah. <sighs> yeah. So it's all that. That'll set you back. Uh-huh. What was the prize? Uh, I don't know because I didn't win. <laughs> <laughs> and I just left. I just, <laughs> I just walked right I, out. I have no idea. I didn't even see it. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> I just came, I came just short of placing third. So I was doing so well in the competition. I was burning out. By the end of it, my last number just fell apart. Like, shit. Yeah, we had to do two things that night. We had to do uh, celebrity impersonations, and then we had to do our own, like, final, final number. So I killed my celebrity impersonation. Who did, who did Andrea did Martin. Nice. nice. And I did musical improv through her, so it was, it was a huge hit, because no one's ever done that before on that stage. And then... For my final number, it was just like my outfit fell apart. Like I didn't have my lyrics down. No. I, I did a mix. It was an activist mix, like with like Sylvia Rivera quotes and like quotes about the um, the bathhouse riots, uh, the bathhouse raids. Sorry, in nineteen eighty one, and like everything was too quiet and it just like it didn't work. Yeah. And I didn't play. Didn't come together. Yeah. Shit. Yeah. Yeah. Had it been everything it needed to be, I'm sure I would have like placed, but I didn't. <laughs> How long had you been doing drag when you did that competition? Less than a year. Less than a year. Yeah, okay, so, started, so you really yeah. knew at that point. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. People-ish knew who I was because I was still, I was doing comedy shows yeah. in drag and I was making appearances here and there. Um, never on Church Street. Like, I had done, like, one or two shows on Church Street, like, open stages. Mm-hmm. And then... But uh, it was, like, in comedy shows, in the usual Toronto comedy venues, uh-huh. you were doing drag there. Yeah. 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 Yeah, and then this, doing the competition took me into the actual drag scene. Yeah. Amazing. Oh gosh. Um, are you, what are like your inspirations for your drag? If I may ask that. Like a million different things. Like so many things. So I like to play on my culture a lot. So I'm a Lebanese Mexican person. Yes. So I do a lot of, especially Latino stuff. So I do a lot of like Latinx numbers. Yeah. My, my aesthetic is a little based on that and, uh, the numbers that I do. Mm -hmm. And then, uh, just like a sexy woman. Like I love like Michelle Pfeiffer in Grease 2. And Ooh. then of course Catwoman. That's where my name comes from. Miss Lena oh, Kyle. Okay. Of course. Um, so like that's a big, like just like the way she moves, the way she's like very sensual and in command. Mm-hmm. Is that similar to how you are like just when you're performing non-drag things? No. And yes. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Like, uh, like Selena's very sexual. Like, she really brings that out of me. All right. Me as a person, I like to think that I am, but I'm also a lot geekier mm-hmm. looking. But, she, but she's more like sex bomb. Yes. Yes. Yeah. So, like, I can do things to men in drag that they would never allow me to do if I wasn't. Like, it's I, I'll put my crotch in someone's face and they'll be like, yes. <laughs> but if I do that as me, as, a, as like, a boy, never. it would never. But I'm the exact same person. Like, I don't put on a persona. Yeah. As Selena, mm-hmm. 
but she does bring out like that side of me. Yeah. Which is me. Still. Yeah. Cause it's half like you could never get away with doing that. But the other half is like, would you ever do that as boy you? I would in a want performance? <laughs> I would want, in a fantasy where, like, if I could get away with it, I think I would do it. Yeah. Yeah. So it's not like she's your, like, confident self or, like... No, but she's you know. what allows me to do it. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> she's she's yeah. the vehicle for it all. Yeah. Because at the, at, um, Bedpost Show, you did your, your legendary, your legendary <laughs> member cunt. Yes, uh, by Shirley Nome. We yes. gotta shout her out. A Canadian songstress yes. from Vancouver. She's currently working on a new album, but uh, her album "Taking It Up," yeah, "Taking It Up the Notch" is <laughs> online. So she writes sex, not parody. They're, they're comedy songs. So, uh, yeah. so dirty comedy songs, basically, is what she writes. Yeah, but but great songs though. It's, it's not like they're great music. Yeah, yeah. It's not like the focus is just like it's not like a stand-up comedy album. No, that's it's, the thing. Their it's songs, like, they're the, fantastic songs. The songs are hilarious. Yeah. But then, like, the lyrics are also really poignant, and her vocals are amazing. Yeah, yeah. And, like, surprisingly amazing. Like, they're, like, you wouldn't expect a song about, like, dicks to, to sound so pretty. Yes. <laughs> to be just so beautiful, yeah. you know? Yeah. Because, I'm not sure if you do this currently, but at one point you were uh, doing a lot of songs that were, like, by independent kind of lesser-known artists. I was just thinking about how I haven't done that in a while. Yeah. Yeah, you're right, because I have a lot of local singer like local friends who are talented singers yeah, yeah and have their own songs out like Maya Kiltron and Leah Canali and so I when I first started especially I was doing a lot of their music to kind of like you know put their songs on the stage yeah yeah of course get the exposure yeah to your friends yeah so tell me how did you how did you start drag then how did you go from like comedy performing improv sketch performing to be in Selena Vile. well it came from comedy it came from a show called the Diva Cup which happens at Comedy Bar of the Year <sighs> So I did the first one. It was three years ago. Tell people what that show is. It's oh, great. So, so the Diva Cup is where they take comedians who have never done drag before and they put them in drag for the first time and they do a number. Love it. And it is, it's like technically a competition, but it's not really a competition. Yeah. So the first person who hosted it and judged it was Vicky Licks, who is a huge drag queen here in the city, both in stature and... Because <laughs> <laughs> uh, she's very tall and very muscular. So she uh, was a stand-up comedian in drag. So she's someone who was a comedian for... Sorry, a drag queen for a long time, mm-hmm. but was never really in the drag scene. She was more in the comedy scene. Mm-hmm. So she's basically doing what I'm ish doing now. Mm-hmm. Um, and so she hosted that, and when she saw me, she already knew me as a boy, but when she saw me in drag... She came up to me and she's like, I don't do this. I don't want to be a mother. Like, I never approach people like this, but you really do have something that could really get you far in drag. Yeah. And I was like, no, I don't want to do it. I don't know how to do makeup. I don't know how to style the hair. I don't know how to put an outfit together. I could never, ever be a drag queen because that stuff's so important. And she's like, we'll get you there. We're like, we'll work on it. Mm -hmm. So it took her a year to get me to say yes. Wow. It was a year of like messaging me being like, I'm really serious. Like, you really could do this. And so I did the Diva Cup a second year around. Yes. And... So one year later. And yeah. So that was Selena Vile's official debut. Uh-huh. Because the year before, my name was Blueberry Moore. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't that a good name? Vicky hated it. She's like, no, nope, that's not your name. Oh, I like it, though. Yeah. Hi. <laughs> but... Blueberry alas, Moore. Blueberry Moore. And, and then from there, where you're like, okay. Yeah. Okay. I see it. I mm-hmm. see what you see. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Actually, what happened was I really, really burnt myself out mm-hmm. in that in that year before the second performance, mm-hmm. and 
I had to take a step back from everything in my life. Like I had to just pull back. I stopped working as much. Um, I was teaching dance. I stopped teaching my dance classes. Yeah, because you have the... Um, biography. You have the big old biography. Bio- yeah. 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 Teaching uh, Beyonce dance, Beyonce choreography to the people. Mm-hmm. So I had to pull back from that. Um, I stopped going out and being social. Like, I just stayed in my house and rested for a long time. And it gave me a lot of time to reflect on, like, what I really wanted in life. And the more I did that, the more I realized, you know what, maybe I do want to try. I'll try it. I'll give it a shot. And so we came up with the name Selena Vile. Mm -hmm. I took it from Selena Quintanilla, the singer Mm -hmm. from the 90s. (laughs) And then then Selena Kyle and made her Selena Vile. Then did that performance and she was born. Yeah. Yeah. And from then on, I feel like... It, like you're a seasoned drag queen at this point. Like I when when I see you on social media, I'm like you're you're a fucking drag queen. Like yeah. this is no like it's crazy. You're not you're not joking, bitch. I know. I stop it. I'm not, I'm not joking, bitch. <laughs> uh, I stop myself every now and then, and I think like this is my life now. Like this is actually yes. my life now. Yeah. It's crazy. I never thought. I never would have thought. How do you feel about it? I feel like I should have been doing it so long yeah. ago. Like I feel like I wish this had come up like when I was. At least 30, because now I'm like 38. I'm turning yeah. 39 in two months. Yeah. My body's not enjoying what's happening to it. <laughs> right? Yeah, how are the heels for you? Um, like, my I can't feet do... hurt so much today. <sighs> I actually try my best to wear little heels, like short. Like three, a, ca- three. a character I shoe? Can, yeah, a nice, <laughs> modest character shoe. A Mary Jane. Um, no, I try to go for like three inches, just because I do dance so much and, and so many nights a week. Like, it's not just like, I don't just do like one show a week. But you were used to doing dance in heels because you taught biography, yes. biography, biography <laughs> in heels, right? I ish, yes. So I would teach it in socks, and then for the last like ten minutes, I would you put, put on the heels, heels on. Yeah. yeah, for the video, like when we would tape it, yeah, uh, for the music. Because yeah, doing two hours in heels, I could never do that. <sighs> for me, doing just, uh, I'm so bad in heels. I'm 36 at this point, so my yeah. feet are just—they just won't go that way. Like, yeah, they just don't want the weight not, to be on the They're balls. not meant to. They just don't Your want feet to. Don't want to do that. Yeah. So if I can get away with wearing a different, like sty- a stylistic choice of uh-huh. another shoe, like a big combat boot for uh-huh. some sort of, you know, like try to make a choice that I cannot be, yeah. in. or I'm like something more primal, so I could be barefoot, or like totally, I try to like choose numbers where I cannot wear heels. But if I have to, honestly, I'm putting them on right before doing uh-huh. the 10 minute, you know, thing, uh-huh. and then taking them right off. Yeah, yeah, I can't. Yeah. I know they're the worst, and you don't really feel it when you're performing. Or at least I don't. Yeah, I know. And then as soon as you take them off. Yeah, it's like, why Why would I do uh-huh. that? Uh-huh. <laughs> why would I? And I'd probably do three or four inch as well. Uh-huh. And it's, it's still, I just can't, yeah. Yeah. Because I had, I uh, took a lot of dance training as well. Like, mm-hmm. I think I, I took a lot of ballet. Mm-hmm. So, right there, that is just fucking up your feet so badly. Like, yeah. it's so bad for your toes. Like, it's true. Oh, so I did just... You do to- did you do point? No, but, okay. but just, I, I can barely, like, go on releve. Like, I really cannot make my foot do that uh-huh. anymore. I don't know. Because you're like a dancer dancer. Like, I remember, ish. Well, I remember seeing you do, I think you gotta get a gimmick. Oh, sure. And I was like, you dance. I was like, you're, a da- you're trained. <laughs> Yeah. I'm trained, but like, you know, also yeah. 36 and right. produce my own shows, and that's the only place I do it. But right. you know, yeah. Fair enough. <laughs> sure, she's a dancer. Fair enough. What I need right now is a masseuse. Yeah. 
have. I used to go to an erotic masseuse. That was going to be my next question. Yeah. I'm like, get a sexy one. Yeah. I can't. I can't go back to a regular masseuse anymore. <laughs> you just... I can't. Like, if, if anybody touches me, I'm like, you're going to get me off, right? Yeah, like, I'm I like cannot... instant boner. Yeah. yeah. It's just like... <laughs> I'm like, I'm sorry, but I need you to suck me off. Like, can you please? <laughs> Your body just knows. It's what it expects. Yeah. yeah. I'm like, why are you wearing clothes when you're massaging me? Take them off. <laughs> it just doesn't make sense in my head. <laughs> now, I had this regular guy that I would go to, and he moved to the States. Oh, no. Yeah. Nobody else good at that parlor? Well, it was salon, basically it was him. And so here's a weird thing. Mm-hmm. So it was him, but then if he couldn't do it, he would pass it off to, like, one of his, like, underlings. Who <laughs> the apprentice. Never... <laughs> yeah, the apprentice. <laughs> but he would never give me their contact info. Oh. So there were two guys that, so one of them was, um, can I say their names? I mean, they're not, it's not going to, you know what? Yeah. yeah. I only know their first name. Yeah. So one, actually I'm not going to say the second one because it's really unique, Mm -hmm. but, uh, Harry was the first guy (laughs) and I'm, why is that funny? Because (laughs) Harry. I love it. (laughs) So this Harry bear. Yes. Go on. His name was, and also he was Harry, but he was just like, we just had such an intense sexual connection. It was like, he didn't get off during it, but then when he finished, like when when he finished me, I got dressed, he was dressed, and then when I was leaving, I just started kissing him. And you're like, okay. And I just dropped to my knees, pulled his pants down, and blew him and swallowed, which I never do. Like, (laughs) I rarely swallow sometimes. But like, I was so hot for it. Like, we we had an intense connection. Like, I was like, let's do this again. And he would never give me that guy's number. And it was like, <sighs> I was like, hey, are you available? And he's like, no. And I'm like, can I get Harry? And he's like, I'll send you this guy. And he would send me the other guy who I didn't like as much. Sounds like you're Because he had like a he had scruff on his face, which I think was permanent. I think he's the type of guy who like when he shaves. The, a like, second later. Yeah. yeah. And and it was always so rough on my skin. Yeah, it's tough. Yeah, it's tough I hated kissing, it. Having a face, a scruffy face near your body like yeah. near you bits he was he was eating my ass once yeah and i was yeah. i couldn't like it was in so much pain yeah i know yeah getting like having someone go down on me that has double yeah. i'm just like i'm so sorry but can't yeah that's not that is not <laughs> so i'm like i can't do that guy anymore and so he he this my regular guy moved to the states and i was like hey you're like is Harry still available? Yeah, like, does he still do me, massages? Hug me like, up, man. Yeah, and he's like, "Well, I'll give you this other guy's number," and I'm like, "No, his <laughs> number. I want to see Harry. Why are you trying to keep me and Harry apart?" <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, what's the motive here? Uh, God, maybe he's just trying to give the other guys. Maybe Harry's, you know, the the top. Maybe he's employee of the month, and, I, oh and my God. he's trying to get other people a chance yeah. to shine. You know. <laughs> I wonder if, like... It's like, Harry's booked. I wonder if there's actually something up with Harry. Like, I wonder if there's a reason why he's like, you shouldn't see Harry again. Like? Like, maybe Harry has done bad things. Maybe he's in jail. (laughs) 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 Maybe he's in jail. Oh, that's so sad. Yeah. I hope not. No, he seemed like a really nice guy. Maybe he stole money from him. I don't know. Like, maybe he did something... There was a reason that he didn't want you and Harry to Mm -hmm. to connect. That's great, though. Is that something you do on a regular basis? No. I have gone... T- so one time I went to Remington's. Yes. And I I was just spent too much... Like, this one guy was charming me. And, like, I knew he was like... I know that they're not actually charming, that they're turning it on to get your money. I sure. knew that. 
But he was like, do you want a lap dance? And I was like, okay. Okay, I'll take a lap dance. Twist my arm. And he just, like, let me put my fingers everywhere. <laughs> and we were just having, I was having such a great time with this guy that, like, 12, I'm not kidding, 12 songs later, <gasps> he was like, we've been going for a long time. Are you sure you want to keep going? How much a song? I think it was 20 bucks a song. Ooh. And that was the last time I had money. Like, I remember that being not the last hit. time. I, that was, like, when Biography was at his peak success. Yeah. Right, like the week before it died out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I remember I had money to yeah. spare. So at the time you were like, "Yeah, let's I was like, do let's one do more. This. Let's yeah. do one more." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and then yeah, and then after that night, I was like, "Uh oh, now I have no money. Yeah, I haven't had that much since. Mm. So no more hiring." Do you? Can Listen. I ask you a question? Mm-hmm. Um, do you think that there's as much stigma in the gay community? Um, towards hiring some sort of a sex worker or sex adjacent worker than there is like in the, you know, for no- straight people to do I, the same. I don't know if I can speak on that because... Like, would you tell your friends that you did that? Or would you be like, oh, my friends are going to judge me. Like, your gay friends. Right. Or w- is everybody generally cool with it? I don't know. There's definitely judgment. There's yeah. definitely... Oh, okay, yeah. so there's, there's still a bit of like... Yeah. You did what? Yeah. But I also don't have a lot of good gay friends. Like, I have a lot of gay friends, but, like, not a lot who are, like... Really close? Yeah, my, my good people, yeah. Or good, like, ethics good. <laughs> yeah. No, 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 no. <laughs> They're all okay, bad. Yeah, the bad gays. <laughs> um, but no, there's not, I don't have a lot of, like, good, like, close pals. Yeah. Who are gay. I'm Now that I'm doing drag, I'm starting to get a few more. But, like, mm-hmm. in general, a lot of my friends are straight, but very open. Okay, like, very, cool. very, very open. So, I don't know, we haven't really discussed sex work with a lot of them. Mm-hmm. I have a straight friend who hired an escort for a threesome with her and her husband. Mm-hmm. But other than that, no one's really talked about that. Yeah? Yeah. So do you consider yourself to be, like, in the gay community, really, or or not so much? I didn't before. Now that I'm in drag, drag, like, I'm constantly in the gay community. Like, I'm very out there now. And I'm a lot more, like active and like political now than I was before about gay rights and stuff like that. That's great. Yeah. But, uh, but no, before when I was, when I wasn't really involved in drag, I was pretty separate from it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Like I would never go to the village. I would never really go to gay bars. Why is that? Uh, cause I just didn't. Just didn't? Yeah. Just didn't. Like I didn't have, even my gay friends, we were just like, we'd do anything but. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Like if we, if we were to go out dancing, we'd go to like a queer friendly party, but not necessarily a queer party. Yeah. You yeah. wouldn't go to Church Street? Right. Very cool. Yeah. Um, okay, we're already at a half hour. So, so we should really take a break uh-huh. at this moment. And then I would love to come back. Come back. Come back. <laughs> I love to come back. <laughs> I always love to come back. Um, and talk about more fun, sexy things mm-hmm. with uh, Nikki Nazarella slash Selena Vile. Let's take a moment to talk about our lovely sponsors, shall we? First of all, Oasis Aqua Lounge is a water-themed sex club located right here in Toronto at 231 Mutual Street. Oasis is inclusive of all genders and orientations and is shame-free when it comes to pleasure and play. Check them out at their website, oasisaqualounge.com. 
Unicorn Collaborators is the local leather business of two queer unicorns. They specialize in luxurious and colorful harnesses for all body types, and even craft non-conventional ones for your thigh, fist, or foot. Check them out at their Etsy shop under Unicorn Collaborators. Lovecrafters Toys is a non-gendered fantasy sex toy line that makes weird and wonderful dildos in the shape of tentacles, unicorn horns, mermaid tails, and more. Their high-quality silicone is hand-poured right here in Toronto. Check out their Etsy shop at Lovecrafters Toys. ComeAsYouAre.com is a trans-owned, trans-operated sex shop that also happens to be feminist and anti-capitalist. They carry only the best sex toys and want to give you the best price possible. Next time, use the coupon code BEDPOST, that's B-E-D-P-O-S-T, when checking out at ComeAsYouAre.com. everyone, welcome back to the Bedpost Podcast. Of course, I'm your host, Erin Pym, and I'm here with Nikki Nasrallah. Meow. So, okay, if we're talking about, if we're moving on a little bit from drag, uh-huh. I'm sure it may come uh, back <laughs> because I sure. really love drag. <laughs> yeah, no, let's talk all about it. <laughs> um, however, okay, for you, just, uh, you know, you, your boy self. Yes. How do you describe yourself as, like, what, uh, sexually? Like, what type of a sex person are you? I'm, I fall into a couple different streams. Mm. So, I don't even know what they are. So, like, one of them is, like, really dirty and seedy. Like, I like... Filthy. I like undesirable situations. Mm. Like, I like to go into a public bathroom and, like, mm-hmm. blow a guy who's just standing at the urinal. Yes, like, I yeah, love yeah. that. Filthy dirty. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Debaucherous. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's, like, a thing that I do when I'm too busy to, like, actually have a real hookup. Like, have, like, a <laughs> like, hookup. Yeah, to go to someone's house. Yeah. And, yes. Yeah. yeah I yeah. just, like, I'll just walk into a washroom and just drop to my knees. See what happens. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. There's a few. There's a few in the city that are, like, known for it. Yes, okay. Cruising, cruising washrooms. Okay, so, so you I'm would... very well aware of where they always are. Okay, so. and you'd go there and you literally just show up and you're like, yeah, yeah and They'll, somebody's like, there. Everyone who's in there will be, is there for that. Great. So, yeah, you go and you stand at the urinal and then once you hear that everything is quiet and no one's actually, like, you can hear a, pee, a stream of pee if someone actually is urinating. Sure, but... People are not, because People that's not. not what they're there for. Yeah, so once we realize we're all being very quiet, then we also want to go around, tap and toes, and then... <laughs> Love that. So there's that. Like, I like a, a dirty situation where, like, I could possibly get killed. Like, I like that kind of thing. <laughs> you like the danger aspect, yeah. yes. Yeah. And then... <laughs> that's one side that's of one me. side of you. Yeah, yes, yes. And then the other side is just, like passionate sensual yeah so when i the last guy that i dated like the last boyfriend that i had mm-hmm. we could not get on the same page sexually because he needed to be dominated okay. and he needed like he was just like he needed a daddy situation mm-hmm. and like that i don't know if you're they're looking at me right now and that is not me so <laughs> i'm very i'm very much about equals like we're, we're equals when i'm having when I'm in bed with someone, I don't like a power dynamic in bed. Okay. Although that is my favorite type of porn is power dynamic porn. Mm-hmm. Um, it can but, be, yeah. yeah. What you do, oh, what your fantasy is versus your... Yeah. And weird. what works in real life, yeah, can be yeah. totally different. Totally. And I think that comes from, like, I like stepdad, stepson porn. I like sure, coach athlete porn, like mm-hmm. that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's not that I'm into, like, 
the young boy situation. I'm into the daddies because even though I'm 38, I still consider myself like oh, a yeah. teenager. You know oh, yeah. I mean? yeah, 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 yeah. Your sexual persona is like, yeah. yes, testosterone related. Yeah. Like, well, not like, yeah, I guess. Like, because even though I'm the daddy age mentally <laughs> and sexually, <laughs> I'm still a child. So I, like, I think I've always, even when I was a kid, I wanted an old man to take me. Like, I wanted. Yeah. Like, I remember going suit shopping with my dad and, like, those, like, greasy Italian men with, like, their their chest hair poking through their, through their collared shirts. And I'm like, Will you help me with the fit of this jacket? I'd be like, how do I get this guy to touch me? Like, can you just, like, measure? Like, take my measurements. (laughs) Put your hands in where you should. I'm not even buying a suit. Yeah. (laughs) I'm not even buying. <laughs> but uh, so the older yeah. man, yeah, older an man, older please. man, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I do love an older man. Like I don't care how old he is. Who like, doesn't? I'm, I'm into it. Yeah. <laughs> but in bed, I generally like us to like just be equal and like and passionate with each other. Like that's all I want. Mm-hmm. Although I do starfish a lot. Like I get very <laughs> tired. Oh, yeah. I remember one of my exes. The first time we had sex, he like stopped halfway through and he was like, I'm doing a lot of work. <laughs> literally said that to me. Like, I know. I just. I... just keep going. <laughs> but it's nice though, right? I promise it'll be worth it. <laughs> I think that's why I also like going to erotic massages because I don't have to do anything. That's you just have to true. lay there. And especially if it's like a professional erotic massage, yes. it's like literally I'm paying you just so I can, uh-huh. I, I just want to do nothing. Uh-huh. So in that case, I am happy to exactly. pay you because <laughs> so it's your I'm... job and I don't feel bad about it. <laughs> exactly. I don't get someone stopping halfway to say I'm doing a lot of work here. <laughs> signed up for when you decided to date me. <laughs> I take on the emotional labor and you take on the physical labor. Yeah, the physical labor, exactly. <laughs> uh, but you, so are you specifically into like the daddy dynamic when you're like, you know, if you're the youthful kind of teenager yeah. persona person, are yeah. you into like a daddy figure then? Oh, for sure. Yeah, so for that sure. dynamic is like... Yes. But the other way just isn't your jam. Yes. Yes. Yeah. I once had, this is going to sound really bad and I'm sorry if this is triggering, but I once had a man, but this is before I had anal sex. Mm-hmm. A man said to me, I told him, I'm like, I don't, he's like, let's have sex. And I'm like, I don't do anal. And then he said, oh, this is so bad. And he, said, <laughs> he said, I'm going to rape you. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And I was like, I'll be right over. Like, I was so I'm hot there. For that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, the consensual non consent. Uh huh. You're like uh-huh. there for. Uh huh. That is such a common fantasy. Like, it is. because it's, it's taboo, right? Like, yeah. it's very taboo. It's one of the most taboo things. Mm-hmm. But most people, yeah, most people have that fantasy. Mm-hmm. Like, big time. I know. And it can look so many different ways and in, implanted in so many different fantasies. Like, you can do so much with con, non con. Yes. It's such dangerous territory, too, because it's like a fine line. Yes, yeah. definitely. Those things need to be talked about uh-huh. a lot uh-huh. before engaging in anything like that. Uh-huh. But, but oh man, can they be deeply, deeply hot? Yes. It's very erotic. Very erotic. And actually, they can be healing in a lot of ways. Oh. For people who like 
um, this is something I'm kind of more learning about now, like as a professional, yeah. um, that, you know, doing, um, doing role play, uh, con, non-con role play, uh-huh. uh, in a way that the sub person or the bottom person is like recreating a trauma that they've had, right. for instance, or recreating just like little moments or just like the essence of a trauma. You don't have to be like word for word acting out something that actually happened to them, but you just, you know, perhaps you could be playing the type of character, mm-hmm. like the type of person that was involved right. in in their trauma. Can be when you're recreating it in a consensual yeah. uh, space. When they have control over every little thing that happens, uh-huh. and when they say stop, it stops, uh-huh. and when they say go harder, it goes harder, and when they have complete control over it, yeah. it's kind of rewiring their brain oh. to no longer have negative associations with, say, a certain power dynamic, like a certain type of person yeah. that has certain characteristics, or say, a certain environment. Yes. Like... A doctor's office or something, for example. Uh huh. Um, one of my fantasies, by the way. Oh, well, oh, 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 you're talking to the right person right now. Um, but that can, yeah, help just um, create positive associations, right? Uh, where they had negative ones. I like that. Yeah. So it can actually be very healing too. Huh. If you're very, again, like... Yeah, you have to be... Uh, not yeah. try, immediately try this at home type of thing. Right. <laughs> right. A lot of negotiation and talk uh-huh. is involved in that for sure. But, uh-huh. oh gosh, there's so much there. Cool. Wow. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah, wow. Yeah. What are your favorite things to do when we're talking about sex and sexy situations? That's a great question. So I'm very much about, like... The making out and touching. Like, I have had sexual experiences where we both got off and it was explosive. And at the end of it, I was like, neither of us went down on each other. There was no penetration. Like, Mm -hmm. it was literally just our bodies together, Mm -hmm, hands mm -hmm. everywhere, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and, and like, connecting face to face. Mm Mm-hmm. So like a mutual masturbation type of thing or like yeah. a, an assisted masturbation type sure, thing, perhaps? Sure, but it didn't feel like that. It felt like we were having sex. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's all sex, right? Sure. It's yeah. all sex. Yeah. Like, that's the... Yeah. It does... You don't have to have penetration mm-hmm. to be having sex. Like, that is so beautiful and erotic and sensual and like just every single bit is valid as yeah. any other type of sex. Yeah. Just to be against each other and making out and... I know. I spent so many years not having anal sex. I didn't have it until I was 30. Okay. And that was me topping at 30. Mm-hmm. Um, so you never topped or bottomed That's right. I haven't done yeah. either. Okay, so okay. Yeah, I guess there's two virginities there. Um, so, <laughs> I, 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 yeah. The first time I put my dick in someone, I was 30. Mm-hmm. And I didn't feel anything. And I thought I hated sex. Like, I was like, why, why am I, like, I'm not getting any pleasure from this. It's a lot of work. It's a lot of big rigmarole. Yeah. Yes. So I've done it a few times with guys who wanted it, but otherwise I don't do it. Mm -hmm. Topping, you mean? Topping. I didn't bottom until 35, 36 almost. It was almost 36 when I I bottomed for the first time. Mm -hmm. And I can't take a dick is what I've discovered. It's fair. I've tried it with maybe four or five guys and it just doesn't work. Yeah. One guy successfully and then... 
And I'm oddly enough, he didn't use lube. But he managed to do it. He was in, it was in Barcelona. He was a Spanish man. Barcelona. Yeah. They can do anything they want. <laughs> You know what I mean? They can get it. Yeah. Uh Uh, Uh It's funny. You know, it's funny. Like, the thing that we should be perpetuating is always use lots of lube with anal sex. I guess, but... But, However, (laughs) I also have had really great anal sex Uh with no lube. Uh (laughs) Uh-huh. And I hate to even, like, put that out there in the universe because, like, kids use lube. Yeah. But I have fucked guys without lube. But also, you cannot... Yeah. Sometimes. You can you can sometimes. Sometimes. <laughs> if the if the bottom is there, like if he's like willing Oh yeah, it's the can. bottom's yeah. decision yeah, for yeah, sure yeah. about yeah. what's happening. Yeah. <laughs> always. Always, 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 always. Any any person that's receiving the penetration should al- always be the one calling the shots. Uh-huh. What's going on? Um, regardless of power dynamic or whatever else mm-hmm. is happening. But but you know, I've also I also don't necessarily need to because I, I also don't think I can really, like, take a dick. Right. Uh, like, I've had probably smaller dicks uh-huh. in my butt. Uh-huh. Um, like, smaller dicks. And then yeah. and then I'm like, okay, but it's still not quite doing it for... I don't know. Yeah. yeah so, I'm more into, like, fingers. Okay. Yeah. I don't even like fingers. I do. I, I like fingers. I don't like tongues. Do. Don't like tongues, don't like fingers, so just nothing? I like it around the parameter of it. The parameter! The parameter of it? The parameters of my (laughs) anal. (laughs) (laughs) I like, my parameters are the perimeter. Exactly. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) But once you, once you like walk inside that hole, I'm like, nope, don't want it. And that's fair. And it's like, that's another. I do. I feel like I have a bottom's personality. Like, I'm like, I should be a bottom. I think I would. (laughs) I'd be a great bottom. fucked by somebody but yeah. I can't I think I need toys I think I need to practice I need to loosen myself up yeah he, yeah exactly do the whole thing where you're like anal training right I'm so lazy though but that like, is I don't stretch before I dance and I don't you'll I never don't toy before I fuck you know what I mean <laughs> <laughs> so lazy uh, it's true like yeah you won't be able to take if you can't just if your body isn't one of those bodies where you can just take something up your butt yeah like, yeah, you, you, you'll you need to do all this prep work, and if you're not into the prep work, then just don't. Like, yeah. you know, it can stay in fantasy land. Again, it can be the thing where it's like the fantasy of it is really hot. Mm-hmm. I can watch a porn doing the thing. I can think about the thing. You know, we can talk about the thing. Yeah. But, you know, as for actually in real life doing it, not going to happen. Not yeah. for me, necessarily. No. And that's the other thing about, like, anal sex, like... Um, the, the end game doesn't have to be a dick in the ass. Like there are so many other, like I, I prefer to say anal play, Mm -hmm. um, just because I don't like that, you know, the end of the end of it has to be a dick in the butt because it doesn't. It's like, great. If you want just like fingers around the perimeter, (laughs) that Mm -hmm. those are your parameters, Mm -hmm. then great. (laughs) That is a perfectly, um, the perfect activity for us to do. Yeah. That's the beginning and the end of it. Yeah. It doesn't have to be going towards penetration. No. Of course not. No, let's put both our dicks in one hand, jerk ourselves off, and come. <laughs> both dicks in one hand? I love that. <laughs> yes! I love that. I love that. See, I'm missing out. Um, right? <laughs> Get yourself a second dick. I am missing out. Two uh, dicks in one hand, you say. Oh, yeah. Whose hand? Well, preferably mine. <laughs> so I can have control over it. Yeah. Um, but no, his hand will do. Listen, to me, it's, so, it's always been one of my favorite things. Just putting, like, I lie on top of them, 
take both our dicks in one hand and jerk ourselves off. Lube? Helps. Yeah. But, like, <laughs> I don't necessary. jerk off with lube. I don't, like, I never think of lube. Yeah, okay. I'm really bad. <laughs> I'm really bad. Uh, what about a third party? Uh, a third party's hand. Why not? <laughs> I've been with many couples. Uh-huh. And I've always had an amazing time. But I think there's always an attraction to one person over the other. Like a little more. Yeah. 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 I'm always a little more attracted to one than the other. Yeah. Right. And then we always have an amazing time. And it's weird. It's weird because the lead up to it is usually like, we'll go on a date, like a three person date. Awesome. But, and we'll talk a lot before we have sex. Love it. And we're all on the same page. We're all having a great time. Yep. And we have sex. We all have a great time. I walk away never hear from them again. Yeah. And it happens a lot. And I don't know, maybe you can tell me because you're in a relationship. I don't know what it's like for you. Uh, if you do that, but I wonder if it's because they can sense that I like one more than the other and one of them gets mad or, um, it might just have just their thing. If that's, if that's their boundary. Yeah. They like to do it once with somebody. Yeah. Yeah. Or if they just want to, they just want to keep it so it's not complicated. Like the more, maybe their, their idea is that the more you do it, the more you kind of date the person or what have you. It, things might get complicated. So mm-hmm. yes, it was perfect exactly how it was. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and maybe we'll do it with that same person again, like in a couple of years. Yeah. But cause it was so perfect how it was and we wouldn't want to get, you know, messy, get right. emotions evolved. As you mentioned, maybe one did like the other, you know? Yeah. So maybe they're just, that's the, yeah, they're creating that distance for themselves, perhaps mm-hmm. having the priority over their own relationship. True. However, like, I, I've, um, I've had sex with couples. I've domed couples Mm -hmm. professionally. I've done like, I've had a lot of different like scenarios, three scenarios, three single people for sure. Mm. Like there's a lot of, so, you know, not saying that, that all couples are just going to, you know, fuck you once and and move on because some couples are like, really want to date a third person. They want to date multiple people. They want to date separate people. And then the odd time have them join by right. the other partner. So all different configurations and, and who knows? Um, but yeah. yeah. Couple's different. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Every couple's hey. different. I was actually thinking about some great couple sex I had uh-huh. last night in bed. I was like, that was some good sex. Nice. <laughs> nice. So. Yeah. I've had some great so ones. So jerk off fodder, you know, spank uh-huh. bank. Yes. So even if you do just do it once, that's the gift that can keep on giving. It, it, yeah. I had sex with this couple, I think only twice, maybe, but boy, I still think about it, uh-huh. and I hope they do too. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> I hope I was memorable. I hope I, yeah, I made a, a positive impact on their relationship, yeah. on their lives, you know? <laughs> I feel that. Left them better than I found them. <laughs> <laughs> um, Speaking of your kind of mentioning power dynamics, mm-hmm. are you into any type of kinky stuff at all? I don't think so. Mm-hmm. At least nothing that I can identify right now. I've peed in people's mouths. That's kinky. Yeah. That's really kinky. But that's not my kink. It's Indulging theirs. theirs. Yeah. 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 I'm yeah. happy to do it. I'm happy yeah. to pee all over anybody. Me too. Um <laughs> I've peed on people and had them pee on me. I do like that. Like, I like when we're in the shower and we just pee on each other. Sure. I think that's cool. I think it's really cool. That's kinky. Yeah. Okay, that's kinky. Yeah. <laughs> that that's is nice. Yeah. yeah. What do you like about it? 
Uh, I like the warmth. I like, warm. I like feeling warm pee. I like that too. Yeah. yeah. And I just like that it's intimate. Like, it's like, I have your pee on me. Yeah. I think that's cool. Yeah. <laughs> Who else have, how many times have you done that to anyone? Like, this is a special right? moment right exactly. now, you know? <laughs> and it's also like, I just like letting it all hang out. You know what I mean? Like, I like not having, uh, like, when I'm in a relationship, I'm all in. Like, I'll tell you everything about me. Oh, and great. And I'll show you everything about me. So, like, I'm like, if you want to pee on me, who cares? Let's We're in a relationship. We're each other. Yeah. <laughs> So that's so romantic. Yeah, isn't it? <laughs> I think it's cute. It is though, because yeah. like stuff like that's really vulnerable potentially. Yeah. Like you only pee by yourself in the in the toilet. Exactly. So to do that with someone else now, that's like a pretty vulnerable. That's a pretty big step as far as like. Yeah. Being close I, to someone. A public sex is a kink of mine. Yeah. For one, and I brought that up because uh, when I go to New York, I go to a club called The Cock. Of course where, I do. As, by club, I mean a bar. It's a bar mm-hmm. where it's a, I think it's men only, but it's like, we're fucking everywhere. Like, it's like, you walk in, people are fucking right there. Mm-hmm. So it's very that. And so I met my ex there. Oh. Um, we just started making out. His dick was in my hand. We, anyway, we had a great time. And then at the end of the night, he went, he had to go to the bathroom. So I went with him to the bathroom and I held his dick while he peed. That's a perfect first date activity. Right? Really. I held his dick while he peed <laughs> into the it? toilet and then I got on my knees and I blew him. There you go. <laughs> oh, so romantic. See? Yeah. Romance. It was cute. Do they have those cards? Oasis has those cards where like, um, you can just grab a card and write your number on it and give it to them. No. So it says like, it's got, you know, Oasis. So it's got the sex club thing on the back right so you know where you met them and right. they can write their own name and their own number and give it oh. to you and you can choose like it's not that yeah. intrusive thing of like oh let me put my number in your phone you so right now, now so I yeah so now i know that you so it's not like quite as invasive as yeah. that it's like here's a card just grab the card from the bar write it down give it to the person also at oasis you can't really have your phone out right yeah, no. You're definitely not supposed to take pictures just yeah. because you might catch someone in the background. Oh, for sure. Uh, or something like that. But yeah, you're not supposed to. You can you have it on your lock in your locker. Yeah. So you can go to your locker and use it. I always have mine on me, like when I'm oh. working, just because oh, right, right. I do. So then yeah. anytime I go, I just have it on me. Mm-hmm. So I don't really know how strict they are for like people that aren't right me. Right. Right. <laughs> I know the camera thing is a real something. Absolutely. They, yeah. They, they, yeah. Cause some people go to sex clubs that, you know, really don't want other people to know mm-hmm. that they go to sex clubs. Well, yeah. It's well, nobody's business. Yeah, it's nobody's fucking business. But and I'll tell you, I go all the time. <laughs> I know, and I will tell you, yeah, I know. I work at one. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to one tonight. Although I don't go in Toronto. Like, I don't go where I live. No. Nope. I only go when I'm out of town. Oh, okay. I've gone in Orlando, I've gone in New York, I've gone in, like, Montreal, but I won't mm. go in Toronto. Because I want to run into people that I know. Is that the thing? Yeah. Fair. Like, I have no issues being naked in public. But I don't want anyone to know to see me. <laughs> I don't know why. Or just like certain people you wouldn't want to see you. Like for yeah. me, I can be naked in front of some people I know for sure. Sure. But like other people yeah. would be potentially pretty fucking awkward. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know what else I do love? Webcam. <gasps> I do cam shows. All like Not cam shows. Like I don't make money off of it. But I go on cam sites. A and little amateur. Oh, yeah. 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 Okay, so you're typing with the people. Do you do that? Yeah. yeah. You can yeah. do that. I've met up with people. Like, I've been like, what's your number? Let's get together right now. <laughs> like, fuck this camp show. Yeah. I'm... <laughs> yeah. 
That's amazing. I know. I love it. I'm not as addicted to it anymore because the sites I used to go to have changed and like restricted or they changed their format and I don't like it. Uh, but I used Wait, to you used be to do it so a lot? addicted to it. Oh yeah. I was addicted. Like I would like how sit, often? like, I would like mm, every two days maybe like, yep. and be on it all day. <gasps> yeah. All day just chatting to people. Mm-hmm. Jerking off all day naked. jerking yeah. off. Just all day. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> Seeing what comes of it. And not even making money? No. Tips? The, the, no. the tokens like, or whatever? If I would show my face, I would do it to monetize. Sure, sure, sure. Because you really... I think you I think you need to show your face to make money. Right. But one yep. of the sites I was always on was Cam4. Yes. Cam4 Gay. Yeah. But yep. now my... One of my good friends friends works for Cam4 mm-hmm. and once I found that I was like oh, I could like, no. go back on you will see me in a very vulnerable state <laughs> even without your face yeah I'm you're like, like you'll like, recognize no. something it'll like recognize my bed sheets or something yeah, I'll right. post a photo on Instagram and be like that's from Cam4 <laughs> <laughs> that's a good point like yeah. you know if it's showing towards a window I've had uh-huh. somebody who does Cam one time she just took some sort of shot in view of a window and uh-huh. somebody could see a landmark outside and we're like, Hey, are you at the corner of da 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 and da da da? Oh, and she's like, uh, delete, delete, log off, log off. Like you have to, oh, fuck. you really have to be careful. Yikes. So like if you have a tattoo, like see, uh-huh. even if you're not showing your face, like, do you have a tattoo? Do you have a, uh-huh. some sort of birthmark that's unique, yeah. you know, something Yeah. or a piercing, like a unique piercing. Uh-huh. Yeah. You gotta be careful. Seriously. Yeah. Unless I you don't care, you know. then. I always think about, like, if I ever become a huge celebrity and my dick pics come out, like, Whatever. my response would be like, you like it? Like, <laughs> I don't care. <laughs> you don't like care. a good retweet. Yeah. Yeah, I feel like it's not that bad for something like that to happen anymore. Mm. Am I just in a bubble? I if mean, a celebrity, like, if somebody suddenly, you know, saw a dick of a celebrity, is that, like, a really huge deal anymore. I don't think so anymore. Is that going to stop them from being a celebrity in movies anymore? I don't think it is. No. If anything, it'll be a bigger one. Yeah. Yeah. It's the Paris Hilton thing. Yeah. Yeah. She'll leak. You purposefully leak that now, right? Mm -hmm. How did Kim Kardashian's career start? Yeah. Halo, Ray J. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) He peed on her. (laughs) Yeah, he peed on her. Yeah, Yeah, see, everyone likes pee play. (laughs) He doesn't like a little pee play every now and then. (laughs) So, okay, we should be wrapping up. There's so much else to talk about. I know, right? We'll have to have you back. <laughs> yeah! And I'd love to have uh, Miss Selena Vile. Is she single? Is she a miss? She's a single. Miss, yeah. miss Selena Vile. Yeah. Miss. <laughs> miss, if no, you miss. will, if you're nasty. Yeah. Um, back on the stage show. Yeah. But until then, why don't you tell the people uh, where you'd like them to follow you? I don't know if you've got some so performances I live coming at up. Puerto- <laughs> <laughs> yes. Sin number is cell number is. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um you can follow Selena Vile on yes. the Instagram or the Facebook at Selena Vile. That's uh, Selena spelled like Selena Quintanilla or Gomez if you're new. Um, S-E-L-E-N-A. And then Vile, V-Y-L-E. Yes. Because there are no I's in teams, so there are no I's in Selena Vile. <laughs> and um, uh, and then you can follow me as a human at Nikki Nasralla. N-I-C-K-Y-N-A-S-R-A-L-L-A-H. Uh, if you go to my Instagram, it's really just me... Being cute. A, uh, yeah, just being cute, doing a, a dub smash to Carly Rae Jepsen's I Really Like You. Yeah, you're right, you're right. Over and over, right. and, over <laughs> and over again in different settings. That so. is it. 
Um, do you have any shows or any fun things coming up? A million? Yeah. yeah so I'm just going to put my schedule so of that course. I do know. Uh, but there are quite a few that I have coming up. Including but not limited to every Tuesday at the Beaver uh-huh. at ten o'clock. What? That's where you do your two and a half hour that's extravaganza. Doing, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, every Sunday at O'Grady's, I host karaoke. Mm-hmm, lovely. And in drag, so it's dragioke. Yes. Um, on Saturday, August seventeenth, I'm doing Middle Eastern nights. Celebrating oh yeah. My Middle Eastern culture at Club One Twenty. Yeah. And then. On Sunday the 18th, I'm at Woody's doing the Broadway show from 6 to 9 p.m. Oh, damn. Oh, my God. I'm going to keep going. And then on February 23rd... Sorry, February. On Friday... <laughs> on February 23rd! <laughs> on Friday, August 23rd, I'm, I'm joining the Diet Ghosts. You know the Diet Ghosts? Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. I'm joining them for their show, their monthly extravaganza. So they're fucking incredible, and I'm so happy to be joining them for their slasher theme show. Oh. That's happening on the 23rd, and then on the 24th. I'm doing a Latin X party called After Work, oh. uh, and that is at Round Venue. Listen, I'm gonna be all over the place. Listen. On the 25th, I'm doing a Pride show on the island. I don't know. Things Pride on the Toronto Island. Uh, Toronto yeah. Island. Interesting. Yeah, sure. I, was, I mean, I why know, not? I don't know why it's associated with Pride, but it is. So the island has a different Pride than the rest of I Toronto. Know, I guess so. <laughs> Apparently, I is your life so. fun or what? It's a great. It honestly, I'm a very, very lucky human being. Hmm. I'm very, very lucky. I wish I wasn't as tired as I am all the time. Sure. I wish I knew how to take care of my body. Sure. There's that. Yeah, but otherwise, like <laughs> everything is great. I have a great, great life. Oh. No complaints. Oh, that's amazing. Yeah. Well, everyone, um, for the bedpost stuff, uh, Selena's not on the next show, but she just might be on the next one. Those happen the third Friday of every month at Social Capital Theater at 8 p.m. I have a new Instagram because it keeps fucking getting deleted. So uh, please follow me at the new Instagram at the bedpost podcast. I'm just not going to say the word sex. I'm not going to type the word sex anywhere and see how that goes. Uh, (laughs) You can also email me at the bedpost sex show at gmail.com. Again, the Patreon is patreon.com slash the bedpost show. You know, if you're listening to the thing here and you want to give me a rating and reviewing, that's always fantastic as well. And uh, last but not least, you're hearing original music by my good friend, Stephanie Copeland. You can find out all her music at stephcoblandmusic.com. And thank you one last time, Nikki Nasrallah. Thank you for having me. Selena. Meow. Um, and thank you so much, everyone, for listening. We'll have another fantastic guest for you here in the studio talking about sex and sexuality next week on the Bedpost Podcast. Until then, bye! This podcast has been brought to you by the Sonar Network.